0: Welcome to The Lighter Side of Dark, Season 5. Two of the world's greatest podcasters could not make it this evening. Instead, here are your hosts, Solio and Smith.
1: Milk. Amping! I did it. All right. I did it. I did. You the, did good. I did the other word this time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We're try, I'm trying to get you to learn both words.
1: Well, now I get the cue card before, so uh, our oh. listeners don't see that. But it it just it got me focused. It's like it's,
0: Sesame Street. And today's word is milk.
1: Uh huh. If yeah. I if I see the cue card, then I just snap right in action.
0: Well, welcome everybody. It is uh, season five, episode five. Is it? It's I, it Fives are wild. Fives are wild. It is. It's time. Uh, cinco.
2: Cinco. Season cinco. cinco.
0: Episode Cinco. The five five. I can't drive fifty five. Hey, Sammy Hagar. So, it has been a uh, a very interesting week. Uh, we're kind of getting into the uh, into the busy uh, Christmas holiday. Uh, season that, stuff that thing, we whatever are whatever the heck that is uh now last year we uh, we did a bunch of uh christmas mount rushmore's so yes. we, we we could do those we could revisit those again this year if we want to but um but we have a, a pretty good one this week mount rushmore this week which is a segment three so this is what we call in the business a tease you know how like news news stations do that q-tips could be killing you find out at 11. Coming up.
1: I know now they can't even do that because yeah. they're like just find out on Twitter right now.
0: Yeah. A disease killing all puppies. <laughs> Coming up at ten. <laughs> <On> I- Tune <laughs> in <laughs> later. On eyewitness I- news. Every <laughs> little kid's holding their puppy going, No mommy.
1: Sippy no. the hamster
0: gets put down. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's call it a teaser. This this week's Mount Rushmore uh, is going to be movies with surprise endings. The best four movies with surprise endings. I've got I've got several.
1: I think so yeah, spoiler alert. If you've not seen it, then if you if you hear the movie, we're about to begin to yeah, talk about. Speaking
0: of spoilers, I, I still, for the life of me, I'm so glad Avatar became the uh, the you know biggest grossing movie of all time because it was Titanic before that, and I'm thinking, how could this movie be the biggest grossing movie of all time, and every person who went there knew the ending? Yeah. How's that possible?
1: I guess it's the one, one of the few movies where spoilers are, are kind of hard to avoid because, you know, that happened a little before right. our time.
0: Didn't, didn't didn't end
1: well for them. No. You just. I guess it was a matter of seeing how they're going to do it. Like, yeah. are they really going to kill Leo DiCaprio? They're not going to really kill him, are they? Let's go see. There
0: was enough room on that door. For two people, you know,
1: I remember they they did Mitch some. Didn't, hey,
0: Leo did not have to die.
1: There was some sort of. Jack
0: did not have to die. Yeah, you know?
1: and that's that's what everyone says. I guess there was. I guess they did some research proving that it would not have been enough for the two of them, but it certainly didn't look like it. So, d- no matter what they say, in in my mind, there was big enough for two, and they needed to just. Take turns, you know. Like she goes on for a bit, then when when she's like, "Okay, hell I'm dry." I like sex.
0: Switch positions.
1: Yeah, just make it yeah. comfortable. Then then she gets in. She'll float. Yeah, you know, she'll float. When for... I'm on top,
0: my back starts hurting. I'm 58 years old. It's just be on my back.
1: It's just courtesy.
0: Cowgirl, the living hell out of me.
1: You know it's what I'm so saying? Courtesy. Let, let your boyfriend live by switching off the
0: raft. All right. Well, guess what, everybody? We uh, we told you about this last week. Mm. It's time for the lighter side of dark annual seasonal regional quarterfinals of viewer mail um we started the podcast with the intent of listening to our listener or listeners whichever the case may be and uh take their critiques criticisms suggestions um expletives that's good. That's good. With with uh, under take consideration him to, and, and take them to heart. Take them under advisement and, and and say, listen, it's all about the listeners. And and the way I can explain this is, I wrote an article for, literally, a DJ association newsletter, probably fifteen twenty years ago. I think now I think about it, and it was, who are you, Sears or Target? I feel like this is a trick question. Ah, yes, it actually is, my fine feathered friend. <laughs> it is a trick question. Are you Sears or are you Target? Now. Sears and Roebuck for all you old folk. Remember when it was Sears and Roebuck? Uh, Sears had a different mentality when it came to the retail shopper. Okay. They their mentality was, you like Craftsman tools because they're ours, and that's the kind of tools we sell. Hmm. You like Lee jeans because that's the jeans that we sell, so you're gonna like them. Doesn't sound very customer oriented. Well, it. it for, for many, many years, that's what they had instilled in people. Mm-hmm. If you get it from Sears, it's the best.
1: So the brand is the quality. It's coming from Sears, therefore.
0: Yeah. Our product. Okay. And Target had a different uh, uh, idea. Put a whole bunch of pairs of jeans out there, see which ones sell the best, and then buy those. Uh, same thing with uh, with other stuff in Target. If you go in there and you see certain th- If you see things in the clearance rack, you literally never see them again. If they ended up in the clearance rack, they're gone. But they'll buy four times the amount of what sells. So that's uh, I kept telling people, are you Sears or are you Target? And the same thing applies to, I think, our podcast. I want to be more like Target. I want to listen to what the people want and give them what they want. Um, I wish they didn't have to be such raging dicks to tell us, but we in... In uh, our attempts, to be honest, I'm not going to edit what these people yeah, have said yeah. to
1: Well, and, and you know what I've noticed? Um, maybe what have you you've, noticed? Maybe you've, Sully, maybe what, you've what noticed you this noticed? as well. They're well, wearing glasses,
0: so I noticed you, 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 you suddenly got more intelligent. Feeling extra studious.
1: On. My intellect was plus two with these glasses on. Um, I noticed on the Internet, people are not afraid to be very blunt, to, to put it mildly. Yes. Um, so, yeah, you have to kind of thicken your skin a little bit. Um, it's tough to read things. Sometimes. I've been through three
0: divorces. I have thick skin. Your,
1: your skin is ready for this. Yeah, you are being prepared for a podcast. When I meet or... my
0: next future ex-wife, it's going to be, "Hi, do you want one sixteenth of my stuff?" It's <laughs> really going to be all that's left at this point. There you go. Just make it make it known for Do you want your kids spending every other weekend with me? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's a all right. Yes. Well,
0: here's uh, this one came through on the on the. On, is that on the Twitter?
1: On the or, Twitter feed. On the Twitter.
0: on the twi- See, I, I'm not real good at that. Uh, so. uh, they
1: um, tweeted, it, tweeted it.
0: Yes, this was this was tweeted to us from at real, J-O-N-D-O-U-G-H, the real John Doe. Oh, there's only one, I guess. Yeah. Great. Uh, who, who, who are these other people wanting to be John Doe? Um, okay, this guy says, um, I promised a friend who's a fan I would listen to at least three shows before passing judgment. I have now promised my friend that I still don't like what you do. <laughs> and that's all I could ask. Maybe, maybe maybe he was listening to three episodes in the middle of season two. Uh, we were deep into politics at that point. Maybe he wasn't a big political. That's a possibility.
1: I th- yeah, which really, I think, was more venting about being terrified of what was happening, but uh, uh, yeah, I could see that turning off. But,
0: but I'm the same way. I, I try not to pass judgment on a TV show or a series until I've watched at least three episodes. There
1: are shows that sometimes you're like, "Well, this is a little exposition," so you kind of got to get in. You got to be willing to get into it. Sometimes you have to see if this is an outlier. That show I didn't like it. Was it? Is it because I don't like the format or the people? Or, or just the subject matter turned me off. It, it might be all 30. You know what
0: I've discovered about a lot of TV uh, series? If I like the writer, I like whatever they write. Yeah. Um, the person who uh, who did Scandal, Chandra Rimes. Shonda Rimes, I think. Mm-hmm. Scandal, great show. How to Get Away with Murder? Not. We tried to watch that. So that was one of those instances where the writer, I thought would carry over to the second mm-hmm. series, did not. Yeah. Um, but... Um, Vince Gilligan, with with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul is awesome. Better yeah. Call Saul is extremely well written because it's in his style.
1: It's crazy to think that that that's one of those rare instances where a show was as good, or maybe even better, but at least as good as a show that is considered by many to be one of the top shows of the last you know twenty years. Yeah, and they were able to match it.
0: And right now, Yellowstone. Hugely popular show. Probably okay. one of the best TV series I've ever seen. And now they're, they've come up with the mayor of Kingstown, Jeremy Renner, and and, and and It. We watched the first three episodes of It. Fantastic show. But I think a lot of it has to do with there's a, a protagonist, an antagonist, uh, a woman that you love to hate, and just... Yeah, cool they have a the formula. So, so real John Doe, we uh, we we hope that um, your friend will convince you to come back uh, and hear your, at least your name on the podcast. That's that's true. Uh, now we got another one of those uh, twit, tweet, twats, whatever they call those <laughs> things. At the number two, little mm-hmm. the number two, mm-hmm. late. So, too little, too little, too late, too late. Sounds a lot. Sounds. Again. Um, <laughs> pretty straightforward with this one. Uh, Pick a subject and stay on point for once. Hmm. Now, I think I know where that comes from. Um, Here in the local Tampa Bay area, there's uh, uh, 102.5 The Bone, and they have a radio host on there called Drew Garabo. Yes. And I love Drew Garabo, so God forbid if anybody's listening to our podcast or listens to that show and give us a shout-out, that would be terrific. Um, It's something about, like, the beginning of the show – somebody will bring up a subject his producer will bring up a subject mm-hmm. and they'll get on i'll use the term diatribe about it but just they'll just they'll get on the roller coaster and start it and lock themselves in mm-hmm. and just that's going to be the show for the next 3 hours but they stay
1: on that same roller coaster a
0: lot of times they do there Maybe seems that's... to be an accidental theme to the show that day and then they take callers mm-hmm. now taking callers is is something that really helps make a radio show cuz i did some radio it really helps to make your show interesting because you're not quite sure what they're going to say. You get
1: the interaction, too, is important. And we
0: were talking about doing a, uh, a call-in show to the podcast.
1: Yes, I would love that. Yeah. We're, we have that. Uh, we're capable of doing that. Yes,
0: we're, we're just, we, we have the technology. We have the technology. We te- can build it. We have the technology. We have $6 million, which now would probably make a bionic finger. But maybe yeah, maybe it's his right index finger. Maybe he's a righty, and he ends up meeting with a Bionic Woman. She's like, "Hey, hey, hey!" Mm-hmm. They should have put that money in some other part. But anyway, um, yeah. So um, I I, I kind of get your point. Too little, too late. Uh, whoever you are, uh, could that be a guy or a girl? You think? Too little,
1: too late. If it's with a number, it's probably a girl. If it's uh, I don't know, guys don't seem to do the number. And the U as ah, a, as, as in Y O U. Yeah, it's so a girl thing. Okay, Maybe. too a
0: little, too late. Maybe that's just pick a subject and stay on point for once. Okay, well, um, I mean, I know we could do a subject for an hour and a half. That wouldn't be hard to do for you and me at all. I guess it'd
1: have to be a very uh,
0: subject that could really be tackled for
1: a very deep,
0: a very subject, grave subject. Okay, here's another one. Um, at Angry Bird B Y R D. So am, am I getting? Am I to understand that when you're on Twitter, you've got to find some way to Led Zeppelinize it or Beatles it, where you spell it wrong, but it's, it sounds the same. I am guess I,
1: you know there's so many names that are already taken that people start getting creative and coming up with horrible stuff like this.
0: Okay, at the Angry Bird, um, dear Soliod Smith, politics, dead people, music, too all over the place for me. Politics is not for normal, rational people. Too much division, and you alienate an entire group who might like you. That's a very interesting point. That's a good point. I have to say that's a good point.
1: I think it's uh, a lot of times the the current events and the things that we touch on that are going to become political because it's become so, things have changed so much over the last five or six years, maybe even longer. And, it, and it's almost like uh, that that first segment was was taking time to process it, but that doesn't necessarily mean that
0: people want to hear I thought we made more f- i guess now that I think about it yeah we did but we made more fun of Trump because he was easy to make fun of as a comedian, you would know that he was he was a comedian's yeah. dream come true for me it was more I
1: needed an outlet to get a to, to, to push back against the the, the endless Barrage of, of of news about Trump and and that you know how he would say something new every day and it would get all the attention. I just needed a way to sort of push back for me. Um, so if nothing else, I think it was self-preservation. <laughs> and,
0: well, you know you know something um, at Angry Bird, we will. Um, I, I think we are getting away from that now already. I think we decided politics are not hilarious. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the eight, year, the eight years of Obama had to suck for comedians. Because it's like he was just like the least likely president you could make a lot of fun. Yeah,
1: out. he was just kind of this cool dude who smoked. And he wore a tan suit and like Dijon mustard. And that was about yeah. the biggest...
0: And he had a basketball court at the White House.
1: Yeah, God, God forbid. You know, i have
0: well, been I've been doing them all. I'm going to do one more because this one's short and I'll let you do a couple. Yeah, right. I just... Um, uh... This one is at Dominator with an eight... Dominator eight or Dominator forty uh, at Dominator forty. <clears throat> I think this gets back to what you said about you. It's the letter U space S U K says you suck. Two hundred and seventy-five keystrokes not wasted. Boy. So what's what's that two seventy-five? Is it two hundred and eighty characters? Is that a typical tweet? Is it two eighty?
1: I've, I've is that the limit? I,
0: I, you know what? They they might have expanded
1: it lately. I, I thought it was like one sixty or something. I, that sounds right to be the original. This is how lame right now. You could see what target audience. I don't even know the amount of characters in a tweet anymore. This it's well just you suck.
0: Two hundred and seventy five keystrokes <laughs> not wasted. All right. Thank you very much, uh, Dominator. It's, it's great. Forty. I wish you would have told us a little bit more. Um, but my favorite response to you suck is, so you're saying we suck as podcasters or like what your mom does. You know what? Probably, <laughs>
1: probably a little bit of all
0: three. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing anyway. All right. Well, guess what? Uh, you do one. All right. Um, here is,
1: okay. Here's one from Edward, uh, Hey, he's so, you know, This is kind of fun. father, a sort of a tame one for a change. <laughs> wow. Uh, what is lighter side of dark supposed to mean anyway, and who came up with it? Anyway, I found the show by accident. That sounds. Yeah. That seems to be a, a pattern. Uh, it's actually pretty good. We should I should call
0: our show Never on Purpose. <laughs> Never on purpose. Maybe that's maybe that's when <laughs> all other podcasts are ended. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, um,
1: I enjoyed the uh, featured musical artist that was the feature we were we were doing for a while all really through last season. Uh, keep it up Edward S. Well thank you Edward. Thank you. So um, I don't what what do we is I think, his
0: last name Scissorhands Think about it. You
1: know what he didn't ver- he didn't specify so maybe he just wanted to leave that up to us to
0: Edward to S.
1: imagine. Maybe Johnny Depp listens to our <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I'm going to guess probably not, but yeah. in my head it makes perfect sense. Um I don't I think you came up with it and I'm trying to think of what it, it was it was during all this darkness I think that that was a ma- like it was when the
0: well, pandemic I've, was just starting Well I've always been a fan of names of things that are ironic the contrasts and irony military intelligence hot water heater Uh-huh Shrimp. <laughs> yeah, jumbo shrimp. Jumbo yeah. shrimp. So I've always thought that, and and I started thinking about like band names, you know. You had uh, Velvet Fist. Mm-hmm. So that was a great band There's name. There's a contrast. Guns, sure. and Roses. mm mm-hmm. that, you know, a motley crew. Um, so I was thinking of something that was that was contrasting, if not ironic. So um, I'd say probably it it, it came from. Thinking, okay, there's a lot of darkness, like you said. But what's the lighter side of that? What, what are some topics and subjects that people think are, are dark and bring people down? Maybe we could bring some light to it. So, came up with Lighter Side of Dark. And um, we are going to have, for this Christmas holiday season, uh, it'll be up on the uh, website by the first part of next week, Lighter Side of Dark merch. Oh, boy. Lighter Side of Dark merch. T-shirts, uh, koozie cups pens stuff like that all
1: the stuff you'd ever really need absolutely you know you could sit there at your desk with your Drake in your koozie, writing on your notepad with your pen wearing it's got it's got our,
0: it's got our big colorful uh, black and yellow logo on the back and the little small black and white lighter side of dark logo on the front covering the uh, left booby the mm-hmm. left peck the left nipple cover
1: that was by design we like the left nipple uh, absolutely men and women and
0: uh, yep and we have we'll have them in uh, you can have any color you want as long as it's black and uh, I like that. Yeah, exactly. Any color you want, as long as it's black. (laughs) And a a typical room will hold 150 people or 200 people wearing black shirts. That's true. Yeah, it's slimming. It is. And if
1: you ever uh, happen to, you know, spill tomato sauce, a a lot easier than white shirts. Isn't isn't that that
0: that the truth? Isn't that the truth? And also our shirts guarantee that you lose weight. It's called the uh, Lighter Side of Dark Diet. If you wear this shirt and don't eat, you will lose weight.
1: It's a... It's the combination of the two that really does it's gu- it's its gar- magic. It's
0: guaranteed. Mm-hmm. guaranteed. It's great. Well, here's a, here's another one. This um, is... <laughs> here's another one. Real Truth, spelled with two O's, Real Truth 2000. 2000, oh boy. This one goes uh, way back. At Real Truth 2000. Um, this is a subject that has come up so far in every single viewer mail we have ever done. Solio, do you know that Smith has a thing for your wife? <laughs> Real Truth 2000, you're not exactly providing a scoop here. Solio has known of that since the moment I first saw his wife. His wife is absolutely gorgeous. As my wife is beautiful and gorgeous too. to me, I, I'm like I've always said to Solio, what have I always told you? I don't want to steal your wife. You just want a copy of her DNA? A sample of her Sam- DNA so I can grow one of my own. Oh. I don't want to take her from like you. Like a Chia Pet. <laughs> <laughs> interesting, interesting. That's very true. <laughs> no, Solio's wife is is gorgeous. Uh, she is as, as sweet as she is beautiful, and I would never steal her uh, from Solio unless the opportunity made itself available. All right. So uh, thank you, Real Truth, for a scoop that we already the scoop the the scoop of scoop of the year. Scoop of the year. Yes. Well, it was the scoop of last year. Of the scoop, scoop of the year scoop before. Of the, year before. That, the scoop of the year before that. So so yeah. um, I, I had one. Reach into the viewer mail bag. Hold on.
1: No, I miss the days of crinkling and. Actually, I think it's coming. It's gonna come Jim, back. Jim People... Rome
0: used to do a Jim Rome show. Oh yeah, he would go. Just, I'm back, Jim Rome. I've got a fax.
1: Just, yeah, that what, sounds about right. Just what a, a douche. An antagonizing douche. Douche. That's it. Um, if you were on his show,
0: he would call you Paul
1: He probably would. Yeah, because he,
0: he, he was always take the first couple initials of the person's first name. He was okay. Our next guest, Paul Sol. What's up, Paul so yeah you know
1: whatever. he was uh, uh he was really desperate
0: to be cool and all right and if you were me back, back, uh, back with back with Sully a lot so
1: I had uh this one was hey hey Smitty I know you've been doing this for a long time and the holidays approaching what was the worst or weirdest holiday gig you can remember or one of them
2: <sighs> dude
0: too
1: many there's a lot to choose from, I know, so okay. I think that's I'll, I'll, why I am glad they qualified it with one.
0: I'll, one I'll, I'll give you I'll give you a couple. I was doing a, a doing a, ho- a holiday party for a, a corporation, I'd say mid-level corporation. and the uh, there was a, a gift exchange that everybody did. and then the uh, manager came up and said, uh, hey, we got a we got a gift for uh, for um, Patty, Patty, Pauline. It was a P name. So they go, we all got together, and uh, we all chipped in to get you the ideal gift that we thought would be perfect.
1: Um, Sounds nice.
0: Yeah. And they walk up, and it's this beautifully wrapped. It looks like something, I'm going to try to think of something it would be the size of, like a rolling pin. Okay. The box, imagine a square rectangular box that would hold like a rolling pin that okay. a baker would use. You know, you're watching the bakery business and all well, those rolling pins. Sure. And it was all beautifully wrapped with this beautiful bow. And she, the lady starts tearing the thing off of it. She opens it up. She reaches in, pulls it out. It is a double-sided dildo. Oh,
1: wow. Merry
0: Merry Christmas. And she holds it up in the air. I don't know, like Thor and his <laughs> hammer and she's wiggling this thing and it's 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 flopping back and forth and the manager says like the shake weight <laughs> this way you can get fucked while you're fucking everybody else oh wow boy that was really and went over so unbelievably well went over so unbelievably well uh, and i'm just kind of standing there going okay i'm looking through the dj handbook you know flipping pages going okay where is that yeah, page what? 6 page 9 what do you do with the when the owner gets a double-sided dildo?
1: I, I, I guess if they embrace it literally and figuratively, then you just roll roll yeah. with the whole situation
0: and um, I mean, dude I could I could tell you a, a, a funny uh, ho- holiday party story literally every week leading up to the holidays maybe we'll call it Smitty's Nightmare holiday party. That might the be the way to go. one more I'll tell you real quick I was at I was at a uh, doing a holiday party at a place that ended in the name Spa. Oh. It was a very la dog. So it's hoity and toity. Yes, hoity and toity. Oh, you got know, to stick your bottom jaw out. Oh, oh, you know. So what was weird was... This was during the dinner portion that I'm about to tell you about. Okay. And there was a... Uh, all of a sudden, I noticed... I'm looking around the tables because I'm always constantly watching people. I'm not one of those DJs that wears headphones all the time and consumes himself with beat mixing. I'm watching the crowd. So I'm noticing... There's like seven or eight tables, and every table is, they're not talking, and they're looking at one guy in the buffet line. Now, it, this is this is blatantly apparent. Everybody in the room is looking at this guy. It's like, is he on fire? What, you know, what's up? Does he, oh, he's got the blue flame on me, I'm on fire, like from Ricky Bobby. And finally, he, I'm watching everybody. Their eyes are following him down the buffet. They're following him away from the buffet. They're following him to his table. I'm thinking, did this guy just rip one? I mean, I'm thinking everything uh, I could possibly cut. So I finally walk over to this table. I said, guys, I, I can't help but notice. What's up with the guy in the uh, in the blue jacket over there? Why is everybody transfixed? As Captain Kirk would say, they're transfixed on him." Why? And the guy goes, going down the buffet line, he goes, do you see those decorative bowls of potpourri? He picked up some potpourri and put it on his plate. We're we're watching to see if he actually eats it. Word spread through this company that quickly, from table to table to table. Watch this, you know, Jack or whatever his name is, John, he's got potpourri on on his plate. I guess
1: some people will eat anything.
0: I mean, it was up there decorative around all the stuff you're getting the food from. I, I guess I... But anyway, so... There wasn't a spoon in it, though. He just... So made- at this point, I'm thinking, I'm going to watch how this goes, too. Well, you have no choice. Now, he sits down, and everybody at his table are trying their best to to just absolutely obsess and stare at him, yet not let him know that they're doing it. And finally, what was what seemed like an eternity, four minutes later, he reaches down with his fingers picks up a piece of this potpourri dried tree bark whatever it was and put it in his mouth and made this bitter beer face kind of like the duck face that girls make like that oh yeah and the place erupted in laughter i mean you've been a comedian you've said a funny joke you have hit a line just perfect and got that roar of laughter that's exactly what happened at this holiday party Sometimes I can't write this stuff. No,
1: it's too true to believe. And that's what that's what happens. We get sort of a front row seat at this a lot of the time, and that's one of the people think it's. Uh, I think a lot of people think it's more glamorous than it is. They think that about a comedy too. But it is a lot of fun a lot of times, and you get to be a fly in the wall and witness things like this. That
0: guy I, I ate potpourri. Put potpourri in his mouth and just. Oh, boy.
1: Uh, he lemon. had the uh, the baby just had pea soup reaction L- for lemon. the
0: first time. Give a little baby a lemon. Mm, watch for it, the first in. time. I think it's an orange, watch a bite into it. And then they bite into it a second time. That's what's really funny. Right. I always love it when somebody goes, oh, oh, this is terrible. Here, taste this. Right. Yeah, thanks. Ooh, with that resounding testimonial, I think. That. Like you want me to suffer, too. Got another one?
1: Um, let's see. Do I
0: have another? I don't know if I have I've enough. got one All okay. right. while you're Let me wait. look. Find a good one. Find a good one. Uh, this comes from MaryQC1981 at Gmail. Um, although not a fan initially, you took a suggestion of mine, and when I heard you do it, I kind of became a loyal listener.
1: Really? Well, that's.
0: I'm thinking, was she the one that gave us the Shag Mary Kill? of the guys that she wanted us to do remember that was that was one we took maybe yeah i wish they would have
1: been more specific because you know that that one thing that we did is probably good to know so we know to keep doing things what what i
0: discovered on radio which was literally 40 years ago this year um 40 years ago this year is actually when i started um I did discover that when you took callers and you put them on the air for even the shortest amount of time they became a loyal listener for the for the for the remainder. People
1: like to feel involved, feel like they're contributing in some way and then when they do they feel part of it and and probably more likely to engage in the future. I, I had the I midnight to
0: 6 shift. I had the dregs and vestiges of the world. That's where, you know, you got to
1: definitely work your way up from. I could see that. I
0: had a lot of truck drivers who would okay. call over-the-road truck drivers who could pick up uh, the radio station Q95 as they were driving through central Indiana. Would they make
1: requests, or would they just try to call on a topic? Or what was the typical... No, it was,
0: a, it was an album rock station, so they were okay. typically making requests for uh, you know album cuts and stuff gotcha. like that that they normally didn't hear um, very much. And uh, I also had a deal with several of them that, that they could call in while they were at a police stop. Hmm. So, when a cop pulled them over, they were supposed to call the radio station. Oh. Yeah. Tell us, you know, where they got pulled over and stuff. This is long before the days of cell phones. Sure. So, they had to call from pay phones and stuff like that and, and stuff. And,
1: that's true. Wow, that's not as easy to yeah, just. And I, would,
0: and I would beg the officer to not show up at the uh, court date so they'd get them off their ticket. <laughs> it worked a, worked a few times. Yeah. It worked probably. a few times. actually did. All right, I got another one here um, from uh, 6969 Medicine Mafia. The 6969 Medicine, Medicine Mafia. Mafia, okay. Um, at it.net. Never heard of that uh, email. It. Thing. That sounds very um,
1: generic. I think we're being tricked.
0: Um, Want to say, not a bad job, guys. Each season is getting better. Keep it up. Less politics, more music.
1: Well I think that's something that
0: everyone could could agree on yeah I mean I, maybe that's I'm, our slogan. I'm picking up on the the, subtle, the subtleties of the theme um neither <clears throat> neither Solio or I claim to be an expert on politics. all we can do is offer our opinion yeah
1: it really I think uh, p- politics just has become a part of the current events culture over the more of the forefront the last several years now it's i mean it's still there but it's not as Aggressive and in your face. You know, you have to pay attention, but it's, it's it, it, Trump was just a whole different animal. We
0: know times they are a changing uh, right. in. Under, we understand that they're changing. But when <clears throat> I think we talked about this back. It might have been, even been season one. We were doing Real Trump or Fake Trump or Real Don or Fake Don, mm-hmm. whatever that segment was. And um, I can tell you that in the 1970s, the Wonder Years decade that I recall, and even the 80s, the President of the United States was the lead story on the news on an average of once a week. The President was in Belgium today right? and met with Belgium, King, you know, whatever. And it was usually and,
1: kind of boring.
0: And they were discussing uh, importing of chocolate. Yeah. You know, so... and the pre, Or the President was at some conference or the President uh, did a... The State of the Union is coming up next week. Then with Reagan, it got to be twice a week. But he was an actor so you almost expected him to like to be on tv or like the spotlight he made a lot of changes in the country there's no doubt some some good and some bad then the 24-hour news cycle started with cnn early 90s so by 1992 by that election that election was the first one where election coverage started at six o'clock and went to like midnight now election coverage starts the day before and goes for 36 to 48 hours later, or like this past year, went on for two weeks. Constant it's election It's like the Super Bowl. Coverage. Yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly like that. And even Obama and Clinton had about the same number of appearances on National News a week, about three to three and a half. With Trump, it was every day.
1: Every of, single day.
0: He had a 7.0 rating on how many times he was either the lead story or on the national news mm-hmm. every single yeah. day.
1: And for me, that was the, one of the biggest things, was the exhaustion yeah. I had uh, of it. And, and, and just, you know, not to mention the content of, of all of the stories and, and what he was stood for, but it was exhausting. You know, it was just exhausting and terrifying all at once. So I think that's why we, we could not talk
0: about it, because that's all you heard. It also, we started the podcast smack dab in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. We needed you know, I needed to see your face. You know, yeah, I, hadn't, it,
1: I hadn't seen you in months. It, it was really, this was born out of, almost out of necessity. I, I hesitate to say, but it kind of was. And, and, well, now, it's kind
0: of your fault. So if people like what we do, they could, you know, you should applaud you, but it's also kind of your fault they if can they bl- don't like us because you were the one that said, when we were driving an hour and a half to a, to a game show gig, you said, we'll do a podcast. Because we always seem to have uh, funny opinions, and we shit, we make each other laugh.
1: Well, at least if if nothing else, we can get through enough time without having to write a script, and that's I think what you need for a podcast. Because we are pretty much unscripted, Fill time. Oh, totally unscripted. Yeah, yeah. as as I think it's pretty, it's pretty obvious with <laughs> as it probably shows. Hey, yeah, there's a there caller. you go. What do you there's know? Right <laughs> Telling us to shut the. You know. <laughs> Spantanusk. This is our
0: last call about your car warranty system. If you'd like the warranty to be upgraded on your... I'm going to hang up on that. Yeah, I, I know that trick. Get a little tired of that nonsense.
1: Ah, so I have one um, one um, not-so-nice one. Hey, Solio and Smith, who's the ugly one and who's the idiot? Or is that both of you? I tried listening to your podcast, but it gave me cancer. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I did fall asleep. Ear cancer. (laughs) Ear (laughs) cancer. Not not really, but I did fall asleep after about thirty seconds. So I guess you gave me narcolepsy. Either way, this show is pure drivel. I'd rather listen to a calculus lecture. Sincerely, not, not a fan. You, you don't say. Really? Not nice a fan? Plan. I thought they were going to say, sincerely, your number one fan.
0: Your number one fan.
1: Well, it made me laugh at least, so fuck well, you, but <laughs> but that was <laughs> funny. <laughs> when, when,
0: when we do, do, when we do the, uh, the call-in show, we will give you all uh, basically a, a script at the beginning. When you call in, because we, we typically record our podcasts live uh, Wednesdays, 12 p.m. Eastern time to approximately 1.30 uh, Eastern Time. Sure. And we will give you a toll-free number that you can call, uh, and you'll have to go through our call screener, which will be either either Solio or Smith or possibly our announcer, Mr. Dave Anthony, who just has wonderful dulcet tones. We uh, Now, and when we, when we put you quote-unquote on the air, because we have an on-air light and it's on right now. It's official. And it says on the air. You will have to say long-time listener, first-time caller. And if you don't say that, we're going to hang up. We have to hang up. It's, it's legally binding. Long-time listener, first-time caller. That's how you'll get on the, on the podcast. Um, and, you know, don't, don't get on the podcast. Don't be a, a 13-year-old. Get on the podcast go, uh, am I on? Shit! You know, because you just want to hear you say um, uh, a curse word or something over the airwaves to the three listeners that we have. So, uh, you know, bring a topic. That's what we're going to say. We're going to be open topics. And if they bring us a good topic, or a good Mount Rushmore topic, we'll use it. Absolutely we'll use it. Sure. And the uh, the best caller of the day, as voted on by the two of us, that contributes the most to the show, will win a vacation to either the Caribbean or Mexico. A legit eight-day, seven-night vacation to Mexico. A legit six-day and seven-night vacation to the Caribbean. Three different locations in the Caribbean. Three different locations in La Mexico, or Mexico, as it's referred to. So we'll do that. We'll have some fun.
1: Yeah.
0: So thanks for letting us know you're not a fan. It certainly yes, wouldn't, it f- wouldn't have been the content of your tweet or email or whatever.
1: Yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering where they stood, but their name really uh, that helped clarify their position. So yeah. I'm glad they.
0: And the uh, the the second best caller will win a pen.
1: Perfect. That sounds. That's the appropriate second place.
0: Right. Project. So that's a uh, a fun a fun segment of mailbag, with uh, Solio and Smith. Uh, some things we knew.
1: Some things we did not. It's always stuff to learn. We'll we'll revisit the mailbag. uh, All
0: right. We're going to be back with our next round of uh, One Hit Wonder Tournament, uh, Episode 5. An interesting wrinkle in this past week, Paul.
1: Oh, yes, there There is. There is. is. We'll be back. Hey, everyone, this is Solio from the Lighter Side of Dark, and I want to talk about my favorite bakery in the whole world, Cuppy Cakes. If you live in the greater Tampa Bay area and you have a special event coming up, uh, a wedding, birthday, getting off probation, I want you to give them a call, go to their website, check out their work, it is impeccable. They've been around since 2011, and they make the most incredible custom cakes you'll ever see. www.ourcupycakes.com, or you can find them on Pinterest, Instagram, or Facebook. Check them out today. I promise
0: you won't be disappointed. Cupycakes, where life is sweet. Looking for a unique and different kind of entertainment for your next fun event? Try a real live TV-style game show at your home or your next event. All your favorites, The Feud, Jeopardy, Pyramid, Match Game, The Really Wood Game, and on and on. This is no board game or DVD version. This is the real deal. Full-blown TV setups just like going to Hollywood it's saving you the trip to the West Coast. All ages love game shows and styles available to fit all budgets. Call 727-531-8880 or visit the website at gameshowparty.com and plan your next event being the one everybody will be talking about. Game Show Party, located right here in the Tampa Bay area. Social distancing guidelines respected. Side of dark, featured musical artist. It is uh, Season 5, Episode 5. We are, um, I guess you could say, balls deep in the One-Hit Wonder Tournament. We are about that, uh,
1: about that, uh, about at that point, yeah.
0: About at that point.
1: About at that point. Gosh, you're, you're just a
0: lyrical master this morning, you?
1: Having Having mic issues, we're sorry. At,
0: we're, we're at about that point. Right
1: about now, it's about that time.
0: I have one of those obnoxious <laughs> mobile DJs every time you get on the microphone. At this time... We'll be doing this at this time. We'll All be doing right. it at this time. Crutch words. I hate those annoying little bit. Buy, buy in time. All right. <clears throat> so, one-hit wonder tournament. Interesting um, switch switch up on last week. We kind of predicted this because your best entry into last week, I think, was uh, Tony Basil's Mickey.
1: And I thought your best entry was, tainted, uh, was Soft Cell's Tainted Love.
0: And what was interesting is we had our first ever tie.
1: And wouldn't you know it was those two songs. Those
0: two songs. The one I predicted that would win for you and the one you predicted would win for me. So what we've decided is with a tie, both are entered into the final eight song seeding, I guess is what you'd call it. Kind of like the uh, November uh, December Madness.
1: Yes, I us. think that's uh, fair, fair to go, December. So, so,
0: so far the ones that have made it into the... Uh, uh, eight-team tournament are Play That Funky Music, White Boy, Wild Cherry, Mickey, Tony Basil, Tainted Love, Soft Cell, Groove is in the Heart by D-Light, Delight. and Don't Worry, Be Happy. So now, for the next three weeks, the next three episodes, we will be doing the next three winners will make it up. And then of these eight, we'll do Head to Head. For example, uh, one week, I'll pick a song, you pick a song, we have to make a case for which one should move on. Sound good?
1: We keep, uh, yeah, we keep moving this forward. Didn't say like, we
0: agree all the time too damn much. We need to argue a little bit, you know.
1: Okay, yeah, screw that. I don't like any of this bullshit.
0: Exactly. We should we should do that on, on topics, you know, like topics, like, you know, abortion. Sure, yeah. Religion. I'll be I'll be pro-life Same, guy. Same-sex marriage. <laughs> Pro-choice you know. guy. Yeah, let, let's let's pick some stuff that will really piss some people yeah. off. <laughs> When, when we're doing abortion, I'll take pro-choice. You take pro-life, okay? So watch oh me just eviscerate you. Yeah, <laughs> it's that, oh gonna God. be tough. I'll
1: just have to uh, really, really cling to my religion, I guess. Which is all
0: right now. This week, be fun. I think we're just going through. We're, we're going to talk about sex. Paul's got three, and I've got three. I've got the winner this week, though. I'm, I'm just going to warn you. I'm going to save it to the very last.
1: You have been very confident since the beginning of the show. You, you, you've nailed it this week. Sometimes. The, the right answer just comes to you. This sounds like you're comfortable that this is All one of those You tours.
0: You picked one that I think was one of the biggest one-hit wonders of the 1990s. Uh, rap group?
1: Yes. Tag Team. Back again. Back again. The, 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 the yep. Doing Geico not commercials now. Not
0: to be confused with Hoot. There it is. By which, I-95 South. Which was, I, was, I heard first. Hoot.
1: There it is.
2: Back again it, it. great begin. party song party run, party yep so good tempo house, jump, jump, this is
1: a good hands in your Now we know the commercial more than the real song now that's sad but uh definitely a, a fun song you still hear it, it was kind of corny then and it's kind of corny now but it, it's just oh, i was cj and
0: then you played it every week yeah you it's a heavy, 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 heavy hitter for week, sure every single week
1: so uh, that, that was one of my entries for this week was nine, 1993's who there it is by tag team
0: good good one good one I've got one here that um, it's, it's, it's 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 an earworm when you hear this song it gets it gets stuck in your head mm-hmm. my oldest daughter despises this song so every opportunity I get I find a way to play this song. Okay.
2: How oh, well everybody's heard about the Whoa. bird.
0: This is a long-distance dedication going out to Rob's bird, daughter Samantha. Whale, Sam, here's your song. The Trashman, Surfing Bird. bird. Surfing, bird. bird. <laughs> Surfing the Bird. Yeah. Now, uh on Family Guy has taken this song to a whole new level. They have incorporated this song, and mm. I'll bet you I'll bet you a half a dozen of their episodes. Like
1: a running mm. joke, right? Yeah,
0: and, and like Peter will say something like Brian, did you hear? What? Well, I thought you've heard? What? Everybody's heard. Mm. <laughs> so, and as a matter of fact, in the episode just this past weekend, which was done in an art noir style, mm. kind of like Sin City. Okay. It was really great. So Peter shows up to the speakeasy in the twenties. And op- the little slide opens, it and goes, "What's the word?" And he goes, "Bird. Bird is the word." <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna
1: do it, like them the last episode of all time, they'll they'll find a way to sneak that in there yeah. as a running joke.
0: And then, then there's a great scene in um, Full Metal Jacket, where they're they're panning. There's a camera crew, and they're panning left, and the scene is in in Saigon, and. Uh, Fortunate Son had just played because okay. they play that in every war movie. And then it, there's like a pause and then you hear you hear this song. So I, I I said, Sam, Sam, come here. I said, I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It's called Full Metal Jacket. There's a scene coming up. You've got to see. And I paused it and I, she goes, it's not going to be gory, is it? I said, it's, it's kind of <coughs> gory. But I said, it's really, really something I think that will last in, with you for a long time. So we hit play. We're all sitting there. And you hear like this bomb off with this and Everybody's and she just turned and just looked at me it was father daughter memories yeah, right yeah all right just so we got so far we've got uh surfenberg and uh your first one was whoomp there it is Whoop. now you're going back to the early 80s for this next one a definite one hit wonder yes uh, a guy with a funny name Hard to believe in music a guy would have a funny name. Um, which one are we? The Fourth Meal.
1: Oh, yes. Yes. The song. <laughs> I the, no, I like. Thank you. That was a I had, good. I had to remind you. That was you. a good prompt. Yes, I, I mentioned this right at the beginning before we actually started recording, but uh, 1982's, I believe.
0: And I will tell you what inspired him to write this song.
1: I, I'm, I'm ready for this. 1982's. Puttin' on the Ritz by Taco. The, uh... I don't know how to describe Taco, other than this was such a... F- if you're blue and you don't know where to go to... I found this song mesmerizing, even as it's just... Even though... On the so strange.
0: Different types who wear a day coat, pants with the stripes and cut away coat, perfect fits. Putting on the Ritz...
1: Like a million dollar trooper, trying hard to
0: look like gary cooper
1: there's that 80 synth sound
0: now ask me where taco got the inspiration for doing this song
1: so where on earth did taco come up with the inspiration to do a cover of putting on the ritz
0: young frankenstein really so how, how... You, you remember the scene in the movie Young Frankenstein where we, the doctor dressed up the monster and they did putting on the Ritz.
1: So he was watching and he thought that, 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 that sort of, that sound came... That could work. ...to him. Interesting. In, in the
0: movie Young Frankenstein, Gene Wilder and uh, Peter Boyle did putting on the Ritz.
1: So if there's no Mel Brooks, there's no ta- Taco's version of putting on the Ritz. I, at
0: least I, that's what I read.
1: I mean, it's very possible.
0: And if it's in black and white on Facebook, it has to be true.
1: That's yeah. That's also true. Anything that you see on Facebook is is true because that's uh, puts us in our own little echo chamber. So everything seems true.
0: So tacos putting on the taco. Ritz. Taco taco for-
1: fourth meals putting on the Ritz. <laughs> so yes, uh, going to the early '80s indeed for that one.
0: That's an interesting. Uh, that's definitely qualified as a one-hit one.
1: Kind of a quirky one, but I, I like quirky. So
0: I'm I'm going back for this one. Uh, back to the roller skating days of the mid-1970s. All right. A, a one-hit wonder by it. a man named Frankie Smith. Do you remember it? Yes. Here we go. But he comes in lyrically.
2: Yes. Double time.
0: Double Dutch. Down, I am roller skating right know, now. It's right. 1976. I got my Peter Brady striped shirt on. My corduroys. My hair is feathered.
1: It's got a great tempo for roller skating. That middle of the road.
0: I knew how to backwards skate. I knew how to get the bitches.
1: Backwards skating is where it's Mr. at.
0: Mr. Frankie Smith. You double, do the, uh, double Dutch bus.
1: Double Dutch
0: I bet that one brought is, back. Uh, I, bet brought that that oh, yeah. I bet that surprised you. No, that, that's a good
1: one. That's a good one. It's, it's. I like the obscure ones. How because old
0: were you at
1: seventy-five? So <clears> six. Uh, I was negative three. So, um, yeah, I would, I would be. Uh, I guess I would be rolling around inside of a womb
0: somewhere around jamming
1: jamming in in the warmth of uh of of my uh, mama's
0: aren't you glad your mom said yes that night and decided just to let your dad get some or you wouldn't even be here
1: that's that's a great way to put it yes i I think about that hey mom
0: thanks for (laughs) saying yes
1: (laughs) yes indeed that's that's a that's it um yeah no that's a great roller jam for sure no doubt about it and uh, I, have, do I, I think I have another one to, to throw out there yes
0: you went 19, uh, 19- 80, 1986 one of the most um, recognized opening lines of any 80s song ever and often <clears throat> often sung in karaoke by people who should not attend
1: which is probably something you could say about most songs but you're absolutely right most people should not sing this because it starts so high up but by uh, The Outfield
2: Josie's on, a vacation far away.
1: Josie's on a vacation far away Because she wants your love Or maybe we want your love, Josie
0: Somebody would have to be squeezing my nutsack to hit notes like this While singing it
1: Maybe that's why it was a hit as people were just so impressed Let's, I don't wanna lose your
0: love Let's bring in the drums outfield your love good good entry it's funny
1: it's funny how certain groups can really capture such a such a great hook and intro and something so catchy and And timeless never hear from them again and it's just that must be so frustrating you spend your whole life writing music and you have a song that you know is your hit and then you're wondering like why do they like this but hate everything else that we've ever done that that would be a mindfuck, I think. I think if I was an artist, so.
0: Well, what, what if you know we're members of the group Cream? Hey, we got this great new guitarist, Eric Clapton. Man, I swear to you, uh, the uh, the Yardbirds used to have him, but you know they had kind of a falling out. So we we could make all kinds of good records of this mate, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, have one hit. We got to get rid of this guy. <laughs> they, they, he's a real dick. They they learned why there was
1: a falling out. And now he's he's get now he's starting to fly off the rails. I don't know what it is. At a certain point, guys who were just regular assholes during their career, they get like sixty plus uber assholes. and they turn point. into uber asshole. It's like they they shift forms and become extra aggressive and hateful about it. I, I don't. And, and he seems like he's going down that route. So it's.
0: Did you get a chance? Have you had a chance to see the? Uh, 2021 rock and roll hall of fame induction no i've not yeah i watched any them. surprises I, yeah I, no i watched a, a little bit of it last night um they ended up uh carol king was, okay was inducted well, well deserved I watched, songwriter watched, watched watched her do uh uh you've got a friend live with the crowd singing every sure one. yeah and then she brought out um i always forget uh, hudson who did uh uh, who played Aretha Franklin in the movie Aretha?
1: Oh, Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer
0: Hudson brought her out to do "You Make Me Feel Like a Natural <coughs> Woman," It was written, oh, was wow. written by that's Carol King. That's
1: a tall order,
0: and uh, she did it. Jennifer Hudson did a fantastic job as Aretha Franklin in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. But when she did her version of. You feel like a natural woman last night. She did way too many runs and <sighs> screams. It's not necessary to the a... vocal acrobatics. We know you I can know. sing. That
1: is really a pet peeve. It's become almost like uh like a trope where you, you expect it and you don't want to hear it. People want the classic.
0: I, I tell you what, we had a great singer at a karaoke contest many, many years ago, and she wanted to sing a particular song mm-hmm. and I pulled her aside, said, listen, I'm the host. I'm the Ryan Seacrest here. I'm not Simon Cowell. I'm not a judge. But I'm telling you, if you sing this song the way it was originally done, your score, your scores are going to go through the roof. If you do these weird runs and vocal acrobatics mm-hmm. where they're not necessary, you will not impress these judges. Did it. Got scores in the low 90s, which would have scored in the high 90s right. if she had done it the other way. And the judges even mentioned why did you feel necessary to hold that one note much, 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 much longer than you needed to? Yeah. And then one of our judges, Ben, who, used to, who, who actually used to sing with Patti LaBelle and would traveled the, uh, travel the, the country with up with people I mean, he, yeah.
1: Ben has some he's, got,
0: he's got a, an amazing voice, and he basically said, he goes, "You hit those big notes because you want the reaction from the crowd." Yeah. That's why you hit those big notes. You don't need that. So, it was this, so the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, uh, LL Cool J was inducted.
1: Interesting. He probably threatened to knock out the mother of the association if he Possibly.
0: was. Possibly. Um, uh, Dre was his inductor, which I thought was cool. That's cool. And uh, I've always been a fan of LL Cool J, but I always was under the impression that if someone were to say to me, Rob, who's your favorite rapper of all time? It's probably a rapper you've never heard of and very few people have heard of. You've only heard of one song by him. You've only heard of one I'm, song. Uh, I've got to find Yeah,
1: it. I'm, I'm curious because I, I this is sort of coming out of, of left field to find out that there is a hidden rapper that... Uh,
0: Cool Modi, my one, favorite rapper. One of the OGs of all time. Now, I'm thinking I might have the actual song. Um, yeah, i got, I got to find it.
1: Yeah, so let's see. Well, that would have been late 80s, I think. What, like 80, 88? 87, 87, 88. something now, like
0: that. what I discovered by being a fan of, of Cool Moe is he was always calling somebody out. I never could figure out by the first couple songs who it was. Okay. Um, and come to find out, he had this f- head-to-head, face-to-face beef with LL Cool J. Interesting. He accused LL Cool J of following him in clubs and stealing his like his, his style. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: LL Cool J turned out to be really big. Cool Mo D turned out to be have real good quality. Now, this is a song called "Death Blow."
2: To the break of dawn, to the break of dawn, to the, to the, to the. Time's up, punk. It's got a good beat.
1: Yeah. That's real. Yeah. It sounds like 90s New Jack swing.
2: The the <laughs> to the break of dawn, another dumb move. <laughs> this time is over, boy. This is me and you head to head. Oh, let's go. Here we go beat out round two, heads up punk, cause it all comes down to me and you, face to face, head to head, mic to mic, I like the weak shit, you said, just like a dog. beat, nitro, lyrics, weak, Hey, good night show, Star Trek Shade, man, cut the joke. Let's get serious and go for broke. You still gotta lock on my jock like a pitbull sick though Before you pull it off, you soft, Mr. Pitiful. Here's some mouthwash G. Your breath smells like my jock strap. C A U S E, you're riding me. C O D D Junior Modi. Stop biting, chewing, swallowing. Who in the hell told you that you could do what you was doing? Raise up, son, I need jock relief. Here's a toothpick, now get my jock to your teeth. You swallowed it? Yeah. Finished? Burp. Now let a real man go to work Cause I'ma whip you like your daddy Beat you like a baby Sick you like a dog Dropping lyrics with rabies Cut you like a knife Cause you're nothing but hype you slice and dice and ice Twice for life I'ma treat you like a hooker Punk change your clothes Put you on the street With your jingling hoes Keep talking about me And I'll keep pippin' Just bring me that money And take this last whippin' How can one man be so dumb? You're trying to come off And don't know how to come. You're young and dumb And quick as the tongue You're high-strung bum Come and get dumb I'll beat you with the death blow
0: that's, that's one quarter of the song. Boy, that's, that's quite a diss track. Now, now the, I, I let that play out because I think Cool Moe had probably some of the best lyrics of any rapper of all time. If you guys ever get a chance, he's got um, uh, a song called Go to Work, uh, Go See the Doctor, uh, How Cool Can One Black Man Be. Really a lot of great stuff. But this is like one of three songs where he just comes at him and later on he says mama said knock you out come do it you can't win and that bitch knew it
1: yeah wow he really was going after him now,
0: at the very end of the song you hear him talk and say hey listen listen man i ain't saying the brother can't make a good record but i'm just saying we need to go head to head on the lyric tip because when it comes to lyric he can't hang so put a little pressure on your boy because your boy ain't got no heart <laughs>
1: That's, uh, yeah, that's interesting the, the, the
0: whole reason this broke into this was last night LL Cool J gave a shout out to Cool Mo D for pushing him that's the, what this whole thing was all about I, I apologize to our listener who had to listen to this
1: No, but, not, but I like to hear the he origins he actually
0: did a, a shout out to Cool Moe D for pushing him to be better.
1: Well, you know though that that is actually really uh, a a good thing for LL Cool J. That's actually a nice thing to do because anytime you get publicity on the stage like that, you know, when people are listening, people are watching and he says something like that, that's an acknowledgement and it's sort of a again like a shout out where
0: when somebody talks about fast rappers Put on the so put on the song "I Go to Work" by Cool Modi. He did that song live on Arsenio Hall. Did not lip sync it? He did it live, running up and down the crowd stairs and everything. Yeah. Even Arsenio said, "Man, you didn't lip sync. You did that straight up live." And then Arsenio brings up, "Is there a little beef going on between you and Cool Modi?" That's interesting. And they talk about it. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, excuse me, you and LL. And LL. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So there we go.
1: He does have. He's got quite a quite a uh, quick flow. Um, although it's kind of funny because he was, you know, he was pissed at LL Cool J for maybe, like, stealing his essence. He reminded me there a lot of of granddaddy, uh, uh, Grandmaster Flash, right there. Uh, That, 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 he was kind of channeling some of grandmaster flash in, in that one right. so you know people well, Al, are influence Al, Al,
0: at, the, at, at the end of his uh, acceptance speech he did a shout out to he goes he goes I'm glad I'm going into the rock and roll hall of fame because rock and roll is where hip hop got its starts so we borrowed your beats we sampled your beats we love what you do. We could not have been here without you. Thank yeah. you, rock and roll music. I thought that was that and, was cool. And
1: really, when you know, when Aerosmith and and Run DMC, that was such a pivotal. The, that,
0: that was the moment that rap became mainstream.
1: Kind of solidified everything, and and that was like the crossover that made it.
0: The best two things, Steven Tyler. Uh, ever did was Walk This Way with Run DMC, the collaboration, and his daughter Liv Tyler.
1: Yeah, so, so those are his two biggest accomplishments. I'm
0: telling you what, I would I would literally wear that woman out. She wouldn't walk right for week.
1: <clears throat> and she's now probably suddenly, like, she could be a, almost a grandma, potentially. Oh god, that's scary. That's weird. That's a gilf. She'd be a young, she would be, and I don't know if she is, but she's at that age where it's possible and, uh, I, I haven't seen her a while. I, I mean, she was... Look her up. She's probably... Well, she well I'm going to so
0: let, let you look up some really sexy images of Liv Tyler while I announce the winner of this week's One Hit Wonder Tournament. Oh, yes. If this one doesn't win, I'm, I'm dropping the mic.
1: Katrina in the waves.
0: I think they call this Winna Winna... Chicken dinner. Well, I'll tell you, if it follows
1: the pattern of don't worry be happy, what well, a good mood song. Because yeah. this was a very, very happy, happy, happy.
0: Trina of the waves walking on sunshine is great a, would be willing to bet great choice. fives winner in the tournament if it's not if taco beats it out I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do
1: mm, yeah I, I that's I don't think taco you know taco's great after midnight on a on a late night but uh but you know I don't know if it's going to be walking on sunshine that's yeah. a
0: walking on sunshine that is my my entry, I think this is going to be finally... I, I tied with Tainted Love, so basically...
1: You've been working your way up, clawing up there when to When you tie,
0: it. it's like kissing your cousin.
1: It is. But uh, this is the week, maybe, that it all changes. She still looks good to me. I mean, you know, she's... Uh, let me back up here. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how you could... Uh, oh, really? Now we're getting things we can't unskippable ads yeah
0: don't pity no, i don't need to see her with her dad yeah yeah so. i think she's i think i think she's a good looking woman she looks uh i would i would have her i would cast her to play my uh uh ex-jewish fiance wendy in the movie of my life i would cast her because she looked a lot like her
1: she'd probably yeah. welcome uh, the work right now too yeah. i think she'd be you know like a life, maybe like a lifetime movie. This maybe Armageddon money ran out. <laughs> I don't know if uh, you know. I don't know if she'll ever be hurting with with Papa's income. But you mean uh,
0: Jersey Girl ran out. She might, the money from Jersey Girl she, ran out.
1: She might just be bored. That would be the only issue. I think I, I can't imagine money is going to be the issue. biodome money ran out. Biodome money never runs no,
0: out. That, that was she wasn't in that, but that was such a great movie. <laughs> Speaking of movies, uh, our next segment, the Mount Rushmore <laughs> segment, is uh, movies with surprise endings. The top four movies with surprise endings. So that was our one-hit wonder week five uh, tournament. We will have those up on the Facebook page for y'all to vote. And uh, good luck to your entries, Paul. I think your love by the outfield is good. Put on the Ritz taco. Good. What were
1: the challenges? It is, but uh, choice. We might we might be looking at some sunshine next next week. We'll 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 find out. Serving
0: on birds probably not going to do it, but I put that one in there. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's okay and to and, throw in an annoying earworm so that we can not have it advance and never have to deal with it again. Because like it or not, a lot of one hit wonders are that
0: way. <laughs> I love the Double Dutch bus, though. I truly <laughs> truly do love the. double dutch Well,
1: bus. maybe someone will surprise us, and uh, the roller disco will win.
0: I'm going to do a little play a little bit of the uh, cool modis i go to work That song i was talking about as a, a lead-in to our uh, commercial segment and back for uh, number three sure we'll be back segment number three and just a uno momento por favor
2: Just for rapping, I'm so lyrically potent And I'm floating and exploding On the scene, mean, I got the potential To make it go that chill, I got the credentials That the we sense chill, to make a rap and chill Then you know I will fulfill, make a couple of mil As I build a guild for all the rappers to skill And kill the weak rappers and no frills Hang him in F-A-G, if he's a sucker Hang him to the left of me, cause my right hand man Is my mic stand and the microphone that I own And my game plan is keep it at a steady pace Ain't no reason to rush, it ain't no race I'ma hit the top just when I wanna And it's a matter of time and I'm gonna Cause I know winter. go ahead and enter The classic Modi rap that sent you Running around holding your hand Asking your homeboy, yo man, you heard what he's saying? Another funky rhythm, look at your man and give him a high five Cause I'm live running around with him Telling everybody hanging out on the block It's time to wake up and check the clock Punch it I go to work.
0: Do you have old furniture that you just don't like anymore? Instead of throwing it away, donating it, or selling it at a yard sale, then spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on new furniture, consider having your old furniture redone. My wife and I did, and we don't regret it. The bedroom set was great, it was well-built, just the old oak finish was not only worn out, but outdated. The good people at Obsessed to Stress Furniture took them and made it look like we had a whole new set, and it was a lot less than paying for a new one. They can do just about any color combination Combination and adding that distressed look is really in style nowadays. From bedroom sets, dining room sets, to even a simple coffee table and end tables. Whatever your needs. They even sell furniture they've already completed. So visit their website at ObsessedDistressed.com or call 352-600-8221 or look them up on Facebook. Obsessed Distressed Furniture, making your old furniture new again. We abide by all CDC and COVID restriction requirements.
1: Hey everyone, it's Solio from The Lighter Side of Dark. Let's be honest, 2020 has not been a lot of fun so far, and we could all probably use some laughs. When I need some laughs, my favorite place in the world to be is at Side Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa, Florida. Live stand-up comedy every Wednesday through Sunday night. Nationally touring acts. There's even acts you've probably never heard of that are hilarious. If you've never seen a live stand-up show, I want you to go. They are so much different in person, and they are so much better. You feel the energy. You really feel like you're part of something special. Sidesplitterscomedy.com. You can get your tickets online. You can pick out your seats online. So you can sit wherever you want. If you want to be in the back because you're afraid, that's fine. You can do that. Go to sidesplitterscomedy.com and grab your tickets today.
0: Now it's time for our Mount Rushmore segment, brought to you by Side Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa. This is Rory Q Solio, and he tells us who is at the split.
1: All right, and this week at the split, Side Splitters Tampa. That is uh, Dan Cummins. I know he's one of your your favorites.
0: We're going Friday night. Yeah, and
1: yeah. Um, it's that's great to see. Um, he is Dan is is really popular. He's actually one of the most frequently played comics in Pandora. He's got over seven hundred thousand. Artists' stations created an over 450 million plays. So in terms of how they track that... Um, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a you lot. Know, he, was, he was one that really kind of was able to, to, to take advantage of the rise of, of streaming. Uh, our, our, Russian, our
0: Russian friend would say about Dan Cummings
1: you are nutcase <laughs> nutcase he's got a couple of uh, podcasts uh, one of them time suck it's regularly featured in the top of the apple podcast comedy charts and he uh, also a great
0: name for our podcast <laughs> time
1: suck that is time good. wasted uh and then he's got another uh, one uh scared to death is a second podcast which is also becoming popular uh so he's got a third one on the way is we dumb so i guess he found that uh the first one went so well Meanwhile, we're trying to get ten people to listen to the first one. He's got three already. So, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the difference between Dan Cummins Talent and those without it, and those who wish. Uh, so, uh, yeah, go see Dan Cummins this weekend at Side Splitters in Tampa, and uh, have a great time. You can get yeah, the tickets sweet. online; it's probably easiest. I will be
0: there uh, Friday. Uh, Dan Cummins' one up is uh, my oldest son Jesse's uh, one of his favorite comics, and he turned me on to him about uh, two months ago. And just love his delivery, love his the way he just doesn't put up with bullshit, snowflake audiences that moan and groan, you know, and uh, and so on. So yeah. I will actually be there Friday, uh, the ten fifteen show, the late show, because the other was were sold out. Friday, Larry,
1: brave man. Friday, late show. That's uh, the reason Steve Martin quit comedy. However,
0: when uh, when someone is this Steve popular, Martin, who, Steve Martin, who's that? Steve, all right. Um, <laughs> Is he Martin Short's assistant in that they, Have you seen the Steve Martin, uh, the Martin new one, short? Not the uh, new one. Please watch it. Yeah. Oh, my God, it's beyond hilarious. They destroy each it other. It
1: must be fun for them to be able to work together again after all these years. Just like, hey, remember we did Three Amigos like 40 years ago? I want to just Gosh, do something fun again. But, yeah, watch, watch it. It's right.
0: really good. I'm telling you, it's really good. So, yeah, I wouldn't lie to you, Paul. No, I, I, I've learned... Who else is, is at the split? I keep interrupting you. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, so Dan, Dan is there, and let's see if there's uh, anyone else coming throughout the... Um, hmm. Oh, we've got... Uh, oh, Dr. Dirty.
0: Oh yeah, Dr. John Volby, yeah, he's there, there tomorrow night. He's
1: there tomorrow night. So Dr. Dirty John Volby still uh, still doing it if you if you have no ah. limits in terms of uh what you're offended by. Believe me. Great to see this these these days, you know, someone someone I who's wouldn't
0: even call his his comedy X-rated. I would literally call it triple X-rated, but it is so <clears throat> funny. I've probably seen him 10 times.
1: It's it's the kind of thing he's he's committed to the point where you you can't top it. He know, he found his niche. Just go as far as you could possibly go. And he go. has
0: a, he he plays piano and sings and does all these songs basically by heart. And he also has this bit where he'll play the beginning of a song, and then he'll stop, and somebody will yell a woman's name out or a guy's name out from the audience, and he works it into the song with a rhyme. Oh my God, the guy's which a is great. And my wife's name is Laveda, so we thought. We'll yell that out. He won't have anything to come with that. Oh, believe me, it ended with IATA. You know? so, <laughs> let, let, let's just say Dr. Dirty knows his stuff. And if there are tickets available and you are really looking for a unique, or as the French would say, unique, a unique evening um, full of all types of non uh, plume and other kinds of French words. But no, the doctor is amazing, wears a white tuxedo. By the way, he, had a, uh, he has a movie credit. He's oh. in the movie, the Tom Cruise movie, circa 81, 82, called Losing It. Oh, yes. With Shelley Long and Tom Cruise right with the movie. Yeah. going to Mexico. Dr. Dirty is the piano player in the Mexican bar.
1: Interesting. Now, in that scene, was he just being a regular yep. piano player? No, okay. he
0: was being him. Oh, he was? Yeah. So yeah. he was being he was, he was ridiculous.
1: Literally, literally being him. Doing his act. Wow, wow. interesting.
0: So Dr. Dirty, yeah great 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 opportunity for you guys to uh to see somebody who's uh a real comic musical genius
1: truly uh, unique and that is not a not not a term to be thrown around lightly these days so yeah it's worth worth going if you've never seen him you have to go see him once
0: all right well guess what it is uh time for the Mount Rushmore segment. Mount
1: Rushmores.
0: Brought to you by movie theaters everywhere. These are the, in our opinion, the top four movies that had an incredible, twisted ending. Or
1: some, surprise, some of them. This is
0: surprise ending. Th-
1: this should be, this should be uh, no debate. Just four movies with twists that that everyone, I'm sure, all of our listeners will agree. And no if you haven't
0: seen movies that, God forbid, everybody should have seen by now. Uh, don't blame us. Spoiler alert. Um, I'd like to start off with one. Sure. Uh, because you reviewed, that, you reviewed this movie during early season four, because okay. I gave it to you. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, by our good friend, Quentin, Mr. Tar- Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. Okay. Um, Tarantino has this uh, amazing ability of telling a story completely out of chronological order. Um, Pulp Fiction was like that. Mm-hmm. Kill Bill. Kill Bill Volume 2. All of them were in a in a similar style. But in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it it doesn't have a oh my god, holy crap, ending twist. Mm-hmm. But at what point in the movie, at, at one point in the movie, I asked you at what point did you realize it, at one point in the movie you start realizing, oh crap, this is based on true events this is the manson family murders at what point did you realize it in the movie percentage wise it it started to get i want
1: to say it was there were creepy indications early on but maybe when they when he when brad pitt arrived at the was it the trailer park the ranch the ranch yeah that vibe immediately like it was off immediately and it seemed culty to me and, and I think at that point, it, it was become clear. It was almost like an alternate universe Manson family experience
0: uh, uh, that as seen by actors really in Hollywood. And kinda. the girl who answers the door, her name was Squeaky. Right. That's what it, Nanette Squeaky from. Right. Was one of the Manson family murderers. Yes. And he said, he goes, uh, who, who's that? Oh, Squeaky? That, that's Boom! Doom! They're at they they're at that, mm-hmm. uh, that that ranch out in California that they used to use for props and stuff like that. Um, the, the name of the ranch is drawn. I'm completely drawing a blank on it right now. But once upon a time in Hollywood, I think has a surprise ending because it shows you what would have happened if some little slight Just a little you know, left, left turn five minutes earlier and and what's your name doesn't get killed and all the people in the Manson family don't commit the murders of, of what was her name? Sharon Sharon Tate. Sharon Tate, right. They don't commit the murders. In the movie, that's the twist.
1: Right. I, oddly a happy ending, in a way. In a weird yeah. way. For, for Quentin Tarantino, that was his way.
0: But I loved the, the, the banter between Brad Pitt and Leo DiCaprio. It was incredible. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a great scene. There's this guy called uh, uh, Big Tex or something and he shows up and brad pitt is completely tripped out on lsd and he walks in he's got a gun and he goes hey i know you i met you earlier at the ranch would you say your name was he goes i'm the devil and i'm here to do the devil's work and he goes "Nah, it was something a lot stupid <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> great line he delivered it so well yeah i've i've, I've watched that scene repeatedly because i just love brad pitt's delivery in that scene. it's perfect it's so yeah once upon a time in hollywood um finding out that it is uh, based on a true story about the manson family murders yet it shows you what would have happened if it didn't happen
1: yeah so i think that qualifies. what is a what if yeah quentin quentin's very creative and he's good at things like that he's got things to keep you off balance all right
0: Surprise endings, Paul.
1: All right. Surprise endings. Um, I'm going to go with, I'll start with a, a, a classic, for, as in terms of uh, surprise endings go. Kind of a um, creepy surprise ending. Finding out all this time, the thing that you were eating that you thought was nutritious.
0: Let me guess. Was Soylent Green.
1: Soylent Green. It's
0: is people. Yep. Soylent it's, Green. People. It's people,
1: and that's kind of like, even, like especially then, like, oh, ah, like we're all cannibals. Like you just forced everyone into that, tricked but, everyone into but it. But when
0: you think about science fiction genres of the 1970s, when they told, what, tried to tell us what the future looked like, mm-hmm. and here it is, 2021, and the world hasn't really changed all that much. We're not driving flying cars. Everybody isn't wearing a one-piece pants suit with a diamond on the front.
1: Not yet. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm still waiting for the flying cars, the hover. I want some kind of hover vehicle, or te- maybe a teleporter. Maybe we just skip the hover vehicles and go to a teleporter. Yeah. From electric vehicles to a a human tele, uh, that would be good.
0: That that's a two to be up, Scotty. But uh, yeah, just beam me everywhere I want to go. <laughs> so uh, yeah.
1: One of the uh, I thought that was a a, a bit of a morbid um, twist ending, but yeah. certainly interesting.
0: For those of you Millennials and Gen Zers, uh, if you ever want to watch the movie Swallowed and Rain, we've just ruined it for you. And we don't give a shit, because you should have seen the movie before now.
1: Yeah, spoilers alert from here on. We don't give it damn. All
0: right, here is uh, here is a surprise ending. And um, this is a surprise ending in a movie that I would be willing to bet every person has seen.
2: We hear here. Yeah.
0: wizard of oz at the end you find out it was all a dream it was all a dream it was just a
1: dream all the colors all the wizard yeah you know you think the twist is the wizard and you
0: were there and and you were there and and so were you and and you i don't remember your names but you were there (laughs) and and you and so were you you, all you, all you people who treated me so poorly during the making of this film—absolutely—you were all here. It amazes me, <laughs> and I, I, just love it. And I think I'm going to miss you most of all. And the line of the Tin Man are looking over, going and like, are you "We're ca- right here. Uh, we're right here." Even,
1: even as a kid watching that movie, I thought, that "Bitch is really yes. insulting." Bitch,
0: here it was like 1939. Yes. Bitch.
1: It's like you don't have to put your MySpace top first friend in front. You don't have to mention it in front of everybody. Yeah. That's what it felt like, you know. It's Family like,
0: Guy made fun of that too.
1: Yeah, I could, I could imagine. I I'm miss
0: you most of all, Timmy. I was like I'm standing yeah. right here.
1: Like, jeez, fine glad i didn't like you much either you oh, high yeah. maintenance bitch
0: yeah so i yeah i think that's uh that's qualifies as a yeah. movie with a surprise ending well account. sure
1: because uh, uh, that was before that was uh something that you'd seen done a, a bunch of times you know the the dream ending that was what was that well,
0: wayne's thing? world calls it the Yeah,
1: let's do the scooby-doo ending Scooby-Doo the unmasked but uh yeah definitely that was a twist i would have
0: got away with it it hadn't been for you pesky kids
1: so um
0: got another one i do i have one
1: that this one was not uh something that came to mind until re when I, i i thought a little bit about um context and the time of the release but um i'm not sure how you feel about this but the empire strikes back and the reason i'm saying that is because the last part of that is when you find out that luke skywalker is the son
0: of of Darth Darth Vader. I would consider that Darth Vader saying,
1: I am your father. Because
0: you killed my father. Uh, Luke, I am your father. And then
1: they leave you hanging for three years. Yeah. You know, so, as it turns out, it it is true, but, you know, you're kind of led to believe, no, wait a minute, are they really going to do that? Is he trying to trick him? It's Darth Vader. So, now thinking, you know, of course everyone knows that lore, and, and it's sort of like, if even people who don't like or know Star Wars know oh. Skywalker. That's Darth Vader's. That's his father. But at the time that was a huge twist and I don't know that anything like that had been done where the evil person was like this guy who was one of the most evil bastards to come around in a long time. In the galaxy. Like just choke you out for looking at you wrong. Kill you right in front of everyone else. From across the room. Yeah. Like that's scary shit. And he's the father of like the most innocent you know, he was even almost still had blonde hair at that time. But you know, he was so it was uh, that that occurred to me was a pretty big twist at the time. Um, I agree with so that. I would throw that in the in the in the hat for for consideration um, for for twists. There's a lot. As, what, as far as
0: movies with a great ending, I think I've got one here.
1: I see dead people. I was. Uh, I was hoping you would say, because if not, it was going to be the first honorable mention, but how can you mention twists without mentioning
0: the twist that got us all? Oh, man, I, I'm watching that movie, and, and I'm just, and I'm going, wow, this is really a great movie. Um, I've always been kind of a Bruce Willis fan. I like him in serious roles. I mean, the comedic cop role and Die Hard, John McClane, good, but I liked him in this movie. And then, of course, at the end, when you realize it, when I realized it, was when they were standing, uh, they were in that stair, stairwell of the uh, school, and he's walking along with the little knife, and he, he had just played King Arthur, and he says, Well, Cole, I don't think I really need to help you anymore. And he's like, No, I don't think you do either. Hmm. I think you need to talk to your wife while she's asleep. You know, if you ever talk to her while she's asleep? And all of a sudden, start, oh, I'm thinking, Wait a second. Then they start showing the flashbacks. Yeah, he's never seen in any of those scenes. Right. And They, they kind of on um,
1: the piece that they let the pieces out. I'm just of sitting time. there going,
0: "Was I this stupid for the last two hours that I just wasn't paying attention?" I think that was
1: the brilliance of it, and that's why expectations were so high after that. There was
0: no interaction. Uh, M. Night Shyamalan's great about stuff like that. There was no interaction with. Him in any and anybody else, we never saw it. And, and it's, you just thought his wife was a bitch in the movie.
1: Yeah, it's just they they did such a good job of sort of keeping you invested in his story, Bruce Willis and and him and his relation to Haley Joel Osment, its role. They did such a good job of keeping you invested in, in that immediate story. That have you seen I, Haley Joel Osment recently? I have not.
0: Look it, up a picture of him.
1: I'm afraid now. But, uh, he's a
0: spokesperson for a new diet plan. It's called Slim Slow. Oh, Haley! Oh boy, he looks like one of the Duggars. Dude, dude, he looks like Cartman grew up. Oh, looks poor like Eric God. Cartman grew up from South Park. Look at that! Look at that head! Look at that cranium! He does. It's interesting because he looks
1: so different now. He he's put on quite a bit of weight, but he could. He looks so unique. He could get a different kind of like he Dude, could get. I mean, a, he'd be all right you
0: know, if he'd lose like 15, 85 pounds, something like that.
1: He's got to go yeah. one way or the other, really, because in Hollywood you almost have to be like super, super skinny and in shape. Whereas
0: he played the original uh, Forrest Gump Jr. Oh, really? Okay, he was, I, I, he was Forrest Gump. Jr. Okay, I have Forrest to go. I
1: have to check that out again because he was. He would have been real young at that point. He would have been like. a it was like
0: Forrest. Like, Forrest, why don't you go in there and watch cartoons? His name is Forrest, too. After his daddy. Yeah. So his daddy's name, Forrest. <laughs> so, yeah, so Haley's
1: got the big, at least in, in this photo, he's got like the big mountain beard, and, and he's he's very. um picture him as Eric Cartman, you know.
0: The live action Eric Cartman.
1: And and he's got sort of a comb over. Yeah. But a long. One. <laughs> if, he had, if he had one of those little hats on with the ball on top, he'd be set. So, yeah, I, I think Sixth Sense. That's definitely. It's got to be. Me. Yeah, that was that was on my list. I, I thought it, I figured it would be on yours too. I but. got
0: two more. Who you got?
1: Boy, you can uh, do another
0: one if you're busy looking over your list.
1: Yeah, maybe maybe throw out one more. I'll see if
0: last scene of this movie. I'm going to recreate it. Door closes. Guy stands in an office in the Pentagon in a Navy uniform. The entirety of the movie, he's been speaking in English. And he looks at the guy across the desk and goes, okay. You realize that Kevin Costner is the Russian agent and no way out. Okay. Very end of that movie, you realize the entirety of the movie, the Russian agent they've been looking for was him.
1: Interesting. See, I never saw, I remember that movie, I never did see it, but that was... Uh... Sort of like
0: wow! Just I mean,
1: the cherry on the sundae, then.
0: I I I tell you what, the gasp in the movie theater was so intense, oxygen masks fell from the ceiling. <laughs> we lost depressurization.
1: It's hard to get that kind of uh, reaction in a movie nowadays because people like to kind of play along and he walks in, and, closes and, his door, and and you know starts
0: talking in the Russian accent. I was making up those words earlier. I should have just done this like this. You are nutcase.
1: That's all we had to do. Das Wiedernja.
0: Das Wiedernja. Krakowia. I can start talking like Borat? Ah, <laughs> uh, this is my sister. She number one prostitute in all of in all of Kazakhstan. Yes, you can't have this. Yes. 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 So yes, no way out. Kevin Costner. Last scene. Head. Mind blowing.
1: Well, I uh, uh, I would say this maybe maybe would it can be considered a, a, a twist or certainly unexpected for this uh, honorable mention, but one of the original gore fun gore fear uh, movies, Friday the Thirteenth, where um, you find out. It wasn't him. It was not Jason. It was his mother <coughs> his who mother. killed
0: everybody in the first one. In the
1: first one. Which Great is trivia <coughs> question.
0: How many people did Jason kill on the first Friday the 13th?
1: None. And that's a good way to word it because everybody associates Jason with the killing machine. You know, they just, the, the mask, the knife, whatever, chainsaw, whatever he could get his hands on. He was That was kind of what was so creepy about it is the, Jason, s- Jason, the, the slow walk, Jason, the move, the, 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 the. Jason, Jason. Yes, yeah, just that. Jason, yeah, it's it's really goosebumps. I forget
0: what comedian said this, but he goes uh, he goes. You want to live in a horror movie? Just be able to walk faster. Yeah, because the mummy, Michael Myers, Jason, all of them, they just walk normal. Frankenstein, they just walk. Just pick up the pace a little bit. Just you know, stop, just do a speed walk. walk. God forbid, jog. You'll win. You you'll get away. You would think They'd they they seem to know
1: hiding <laughs> behind the couch. Jason Wait, seems to know shortcuts. Quit right. hiding in the
0: convertible. You know, the thing yeah. with the cloth top.
1: Right. The, 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 uh, the meat locker full of chainsaws. That's
0: All right. I got another uh, surprise <clears throat> ending for you. And I only have to say a man's name for you to know the movie I'm talking about. Okay. Kaiser Sosa. Yes. The Usual Suspects. Right,
1: the Usual Suspects. I'm Kaiser Sosa
0: kind of kind of one of those well those and I the first time I watched it, somebody had told me that there's a surprise, and I, I I still never put it together, even expecting a surprise ending. I never put it together that the character Kevin Spacey was playing was in fact Kaiser Sosa because yeah. he played a gimp so well, dragging his foot, arm all twisted up, right that at the end of the movie, all you see is he's walking down the street, dragging that foot, next thing you know it's picking up the foot, and he's just walking normally and you're like. Oh shit! I mean, it's just such a such a great ending. Shucks! Oh shucks! Golly! Golly! Darn it! <laughs> so yeah, I would say um, I would say Six Sense for sure, Wizard of Oz for sure, definitely Empire Strikes Back. Um, I mean, Usual Suspects and No Way Out, good, but and Green was a big surprise to me too
1: that was a that was a you know it's pretty well known and it's one of the wow. older uh movies with a pretty big twist that was uh so yeah there's there's some good i think there's some good options up there I, I think, think this was a a, 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 good,
0: a good subject a good subject a surprisingly good Mount Rushmore We've segment.
1: probably missed a couple of really obvious ones, but that's what. Put those on our Facebook that's page. That's what viewer mail is Respond. for. Respond. Tell yes, us.
0: But go on our Facebook page and say, uh, we listened to the. Uh, Yabba dabba doo. Yeah. Uh, Mount Rushmore segment, and you forgot mm, this blah, blah, blah. And this. How could you? How could you forget blah, blah, blah? Everybody has seen it.
1: You'd be surprised how easy it is to forget obvious things when you, you, you're in the moment and discussing, and everything seems so. And then you, And then there's this big, glaring.
0: We're still—it's season five, episode five—and we're still waiting for Solio's review of Yellowbeard that was given to you in season four, episode two. That's right. I still okay. Yeah, I have it. Haven't have it. had time, Solio. I just haven't watched it. Too busy rearranging your sock drawer. A
1: sock drawer is usually second or third on my gotta list to Got to go
0: to the library and put books in the wrong places just to piss off the librarian.
1: I do. I have to do something to keep entertained. Yeah, so I'll watch yellow. You want to you know a
0: great thing to do? Go to Home Depot, wear an orange shirt, khaki pants, give people wrong directions.
1: That's not hard to do.
0: I'm telling you what, that is an afternoon of fun.
1: I think I'd just be excited to see somebody if I go to a Home Depot.
0: I have an orange, an orange shirt. Orange is my favorite color a lot of people don't know that orange is my favorite color it's not blue it's not purple that's a, that's a orange And bright orange i like it nice. I, just, I don't care if i look like a traffic cone sure, i don't yeah. give a shit so i happen to be wearing one of those and khakis and i'm walking through home depot and the the shirt has kind of a logo on it and so people just started asking me a million questions the first time i'm like you know i think that's in the next aisle over and they just walked and i thought okay cool After the 10th time, I thought, I'm really getting pissed because I can't get my shopping list done because these people think I work here. And you're not getting paid for this. So, (laughs) down near Lumber, this guy says, oh, where would I find storm doors? Now, there's a big sign that says doors and windows right there. And I said, down there at the other end of the store, you see those two big doors that go out like to the lawn garden area? They're just to the left of that. And he goes, well, I thought they'd be closer. Me too, man. They just—they're you know, constantly moving stuff. He goes, okay, thank you very much. Just took off walking. I did that at least six more times.
1: Just trying to get people to exercise. And it
0: always started with, oh, dude, you're hell and gone from where you need to be. <laughs> uh, I look at <laughs> go, well, I, we're in aisle six. Okay, you need to go to aisle twenty-three. Yeah, high, if high. We How high, high can you count? If we were up to aisle <laughs> twenty-one, I was okay. Follow the restroom signs. I told this guy, I said, follow the signs for the restrooms. It's literally right next to the restroom door. That's that put it right there. Oh man, thank you very much. I appreciate that. I've been walking around this place for an hour. <laughs> you got another 30 minutes <laughs> ahead of you, buddy. Join the
1: club. That's how it is.
0: I can't get in trouble. I don't work there.
1: No, they're not going to fire you.
0: I can just walk up and go, I'm a little I don't know what I'm doing. And they'll just go, Oh, you're so sweet. And
1: they'll hire you. Yeah. They'll be like, Well, fill the quota.
0: Like Peter Griffin used to say, I'm retarded
1: petarded that, that's
0: walk into the ladies room start kicking open stalls hey 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 you know what sorry petarded hey you know what let me show you how things work down there great scene for you <laughs> All right, mm. so um, uh, I think we already know the winner of this week's uh, tournament. It's going to be Walking on Sunshine. If it's not, it's because you people went on and purposely just voted against just, just me, just to spite you, yeah. literally just to piss me off, and uh, and so on. But welcome, Tainted Love and Mickey, into the tournament. After next week, we will have um, two more yes. weeks of, uh, and then we'll actually start the actual uh, eight team tournament. The throwdown. It'll be the the pro and con of the different songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, see. we'll have
1: to d- dive deeper to see which ones are worthy.
0: See who's better at... N- know, n- get into
1: more n- of a deathmatch n- situation.
0: N- <laughs> 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 death and, and, till death do us part, as they say. <laughs> so, uh, everybody, thanks for listening to The Lighter Side of Dark, Season 5, Episode 5, with Solio and Smith. I am Smith. And I'm Solio. He's going to tell us now more about where you can find out information about us. Well, Because unlike our viewer mail crap, we spell our stuff normal. We
1: do. It's it's. I know it's kind of strange uh, in this day and age. So, you can go to our website, lightersideofdark.com. That's all one word. Or if you're uh, on Facebook, Meta, Meta, Facebook, whatever it is now, you can look us up at LSD Podcast or Lighter side of Dark. Uh, either way, we'll, we'll come up in the search. And you can engage us there. You can email us at listener, that's singular, listener at lightersideofdark.com. And uh, yeah, that's where and we do get
0: value s- your opinions. We really do. Yeah. I, we, I don't, did we talk politics today? I don't think we really did.
1: No. I, I think we talked about the fact we talked about politics at one point, but <laughs>
0: so we kind of roundabout, yeah. sort of quasi-talked politics.
1: Yeah. We didn't really do anything specific or, or any. Uh,
0: don't yeah. you hate it when people say Pacific?
1: Pacific. Pis- pis- pacific. Listen, I, I
0: just need to be more Pacific. No, you need to go back to fucking school. Yeah.
1: You need to pronounce so, things.
0: Uh, yeah. So please uh, send us in uh, pros and cons, good and bad. Uh, even the bad ones are funny. I've discovered. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah. And 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 every single viewer mail, someone says, "Does Solio know that Smith has a thing for his wife?" Yes. Asked and answered, Your Honor. Yes. Asked we know. and answered. Thank you. And uh, so we don't have to worry about our we don't have to get worry about getting in trouble with our wives because they don't listen. No, that's true. that's the cool part about no. this. We could just sit here. We we could. We don't. We can sit here and trash our wives, but we don't because we love them. No, Yeah, I do. That's wonderful human
1: beings. She hears me enough.
0: Isn't that the truth? (laughs) All right, well, so it's been a pleasure working with me. Oh, it has. We'll see everybody next week for uh, Season 5, Episode 6. We're getting eerily close to the Christmas holiday. Oh, we are. We may even do a uh, Christmas uh, Mount Rushmore. Well,
1: something themed around Christmas. Christmas All
0: right, guys, see you next week. Stay safe. Take care. Lighter Side of the Dark podcast is a brainchild of DJs Rob Smith and Paul Solio, a weekly podcast recorded in the famed DJ school studios in Spring Hill, Florida. Original music provided by Seth Book and a local Tampa band called Utska. Announcer, Dave Anthony. Nothing in the podcast is meant to be taken seriously for entertainment purposes only. Written and produced by both Rob Smith and Paul Solio. Divisions of RSP Events and Entertainment and Solio Entertainment. Edited by Rob Smith. Written by Paul Solio. Hey everybody, Rob Smith here from The Lighter Side of Dark. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your busy day to listen to one of our podcasts. Don't be afraid to go back in the archives and start at the beginning. Season one, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, but first of all, thanks for being a listener. We do appreciate it.